Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Show 160, December 9th, 2021, which is also... uh, the sound guy, Jim Neutron, boy genius's birthday, the Jimmy Schworn, happy 20th birthday, my friend, um, out and about. He's going to a, a karaoke punk rock bar tonight in Vancouver, uh, going to get his uh, singing on or whatever he's going to do. Hope you have a good good night tonight, Jim, but uh, happy birthday to you, And uh, but don't be too uh, banged up tomorrow night to, to uh, produce this show and put some music to it, everything else, but uh We'll see you in a couple of weeks for your uh, for Christmas. A happy birthday, Jim. This is news to me. Happy birthday, Jim. 20 years old. You know what? I would bet a full 10% of my wardrobe is older than 20 years. I have things that are older than 20 years for sure. There, there There's no doubt about that. Not I, I, shoes and socks or underwear or anything, but there's, no, 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 there's no, definitely no, shirts in my, in my wardrobe that... Uh, I have t-shirts that are older older than 20. I have, I think I have two pair of jeans from my twenties, which is unfortunately 30 years ago. So, yeah. Uh, Actually on that note, Dave, I've I've asked the the other producer, Deanne, uh, this question, other than like a concert t-shirt that you wear to say, if you went to a a second Dave Matthews band uh, concert that has the the year of the, the show on it, you can wear that, sh- con- that that shirt to another concert. Can you wear that shirt out in public? Because, dude, you're wearing a 20 year old t shirt. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what I'm getting at? I know exactly where you're going on. And I say, absolutely. Okay. It, it means something to me. And if you want to talk to me about it, I'll definitely talk to you about it. It means, you know what? If one wears that shirt, you can talk about, if you get asked about it, then you can talk about it. I got you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's uh, especially if you're at an event or well, an event or you're out and about, and you don't know who you're going to be like, to, like, I, I like to say those kind of things for, for social gatherings yeah. where I, I may or may not know somebody. And if someone asks me about it and they're a fan, 
now I have something to I have a conversation about. to start with. I'm not telling you about my shirt. Right. But I will I will tell you about it, but I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm wearing my set uh, my my uh super fan tattoo, <laughs> right? And there if you, you want to talk about my tattoo, it is it's kind of like uh when I go and wear my 1420 podcast uh hat to curling. I won't bring yep. it up, but if you're asking, I'm telling. Yeah, you know what? I haven't talked about our podcast much. <laughs> it is strange. Like there are people who will talk your ear off about it. Other people are like, what the fuck's that? And we don't care. So it is weird. But it's anyways, we're getting there. We're uh, we're progressing up the ranks. One of these bit, so days. Good. Uh, anyways, Dave, I got a uh, one shot left from Hell's Basement tonight. Uh, one shot left is a uh, it's uh, it's an IPA, but it's it's named after a band that throws uh, us the uh, they went on tour for a little bit around around uh, Western Canada. They were cu- quite big uh, punk rock band. They're, the guys are uh, pretty good. I met all three members. Uh, so they got a, a beer named after them. They got back together for a reunion show last year, the year after. So one shot left, New England IPA. I quite, quite enjoy it. What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking, uh, my uh, good wife was down in Montana two weeks ago. She brought me home a mixer pack of Sierra Nevadas. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're IPAs, they're really good. I'm just, uh, I'm drinking those between the Kings. I saved the, I'm trying to save the Sierras for uh, the Different first occasions. one of the night. Yeah, well, no, the first one of the night, you know, but then once it comes to, uh, like, uh, Jesus didn't turn uh, the water into Budweiser. He turned it into a nice IPA. There you go. Or Bud Light. Anyways. <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyways, Dave, the Vancouver Canucks announced today after their, their their house cleaning with Travis Green and Jimmy Benning on over the weekend that they went with Jim Rutherford as their, I think it's just GM now or president now. It's one or the other, but not GM and president. They're kind of just give them both titles, whatever. I don't know why it's two separate thing, but um, as he's 72 years old, uh, multiple su- success with multiple teams over the years. Um, it just kind of goes to what we talked about last week. A little bit with the hirings of older guys, uh, you know, you got Tony Larusa, Dusty Baker in baseball. You got Rutherford going here. Uh, it goes to show that the uh, sometimes the old guard still uh, can teach the, the, the new uh, dogs some tricks because the nerds aren't winning yet. You know what I mean? Like the analytics things. Will, and you have a topic you want to get into later on. You sent me a message last night. But eventually, the the old dogs still know a little bit, and they're still teaching the young pups a little bit. And th- these hirings are still happening. They're like, okay, well, we tried the younger guys. It didn't work. And we tried the inexperienced guys. It didn't work. I'm not saying that always happens that way, but it just seems in the last couple of years, teams that were, that were leaning towards the younger analytics-driven teams, they're kind of going, oh, fuck, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe we should just stick with things. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that the nerds haven't taken over yet. And the numbers have not taken over. Uh, any thoughts on that? Well, I'm going to totally disagree on that. Like, Jim, when you say, yes, Jim Rutherford has had success in the NHL in his career, and, and it's true. But has he had success since Pittsburgh won their last cup? I don't think he has. He's had jobs. He's been employed. But he gets shown the door. Like, I, 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 Vancouver's a different situation right now, I think, because they're in such turmoil. And I think someone like Rutherford and Boudreaux might just give stability and just, okay, let's 
figure this fucking thing out. Let's just. Well, that's a good point. Let's just literally put this in cruise control and just people that are, that know how to do the job and can, and can just carry on and not make shit worse. That's what we want right now. Let's let's split the atom. Let's get us back to just mediocre instead of terrible. Let's, right. let's, let's just steady this ship a little bit. And so like, let, let's, let's not reinvent the wheel. Because and, shit's wrong. Because shit's not good. And the team that we have right now isn't good. The fan base. And I think, Dave, with, like with Vancouver especially, like, we'll talk about them with what, what pisses me off. Uh, one of our listeners uh, saying what pissed him off, and you said to Vancouver fans. And um, with Vancouver fans, they needed some stability and they needed a, a bit of a, a prop up because if, if they would have went with something different and that didn't work, Holy Christ, you got a complete wreck. Whereas if you go with some normalcy, I guess, with names that you know, instead of hiring somebody that you don't know, like we're doing this again, would it would have been the fans' question? Like we're trying something different again. So maybe you're right on that aspect. Yeah, like like what 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 we've been trying to do and switching directions and new coach, new coach, new coach, and new new philosophy. It, 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 it's not working. And and we touched upon it. Uh, on the other ep- the last episode, I think about how you were mentioning how throwing jerseys on the ice pisses you off a little bit. At the end of the day, that's not a fuck you to the players. That's a fuck you to the owner, to the to the organization. Like you are, you are cashing my checks every friggin' month, and this is what you're giving me. Yeah. Like, no, I am done. And that's you know it's it's a it's a message. I like 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 when I sit at Flippendale, like you know, there's you're taking your two hundred and fifty dollar jersey and throwing it on the ice. You know, at a game you at a game you probably spent four hundred bucks for the ticket, beers, parking, everything else. Yeah, like uh, yeah, that you spent like you know five hundred. Like it's if you're a season ticket holder, you you get in. It's six hours of commitment from leaving your house to getting back at your house and then it's four to five hundred dollars it uh per game to go like you have one one or two beer and that's it that's all it takes if you have a good seat if you're close enough to throw your jersey on the ice you got a you, three you got a three dollar seat yeah and then you're probably there with a friend right so like you know, go jam it. It's not about you know, the money. And, and it's for, not for about the people, money. It's that's, about that's, that's you, two or three days work. It's it's and you're you're disrespecting me as a as a person, as a consumer, as someone who you want my money. You need you don't need my money, but you want my money. The reason you have this franchise is for me to have this ass in the seat, and this is the crap you're putting out in front of me day after day after day. Fuck your hat, Dave. You heard last night. Uh, uh, Nick Nurse and the Raptors calling out his players because they're quite bad. Uh, they they put, put up terrible, terrible game. They lost a, a Memphis team that just last week lost to a, a I can't remember who they lost to by 70 points. Um, you can't lose to a team that lost by 70 points at, at any point in the season. Uh, Nick Nurse called his players, said they weren't good enough, fast enough. They didn't try hard enough, everything else. Sutter, he went a, a different route that says, if you don't shoot, like he never said uh, who, but if you don't skate in, in a Sutter way, he said, if, if you don't skate good enough, you don't shoot good enough, you don't pass good enough, you're going to lose. And so he's calling his players in a subtle way, being very subtle about it. But do, do you like that move by uh, a co- coaches with success 
And that's why I think some older coaches can say things like that. Like, I mean, Sutter doesn't have, no, he has, they both have championships, Nurse with the Raptors, Sutter with the Kings, obviously. Um, do you think having a coach with that kind of um, pedigree can go out and call players out? And what benefit does a coach, do you think with today's athlete, does it do a coach any good by calling out a player to the public? It's it like it's, it's a slippery pro- slope. It is it, it, it like and and in and in games right now where like every single person, I won't say in hockey, I don't think so, but in basketball, every single person that sees more than five minutes of court time makes more than the coach. There's no doubt in my mind. And then so how do you motivate people that are making more money for you than you? How do you uh, what's because uh, if you've checked out and you're taken care of financially, there's there's no there's no way to possibly deduct income from them. That check is coming to them whether you want. Now it's a matter of motivation, and that's I think that as apart from uh, X's and O's and scheming them up, I think um, you gotta you gotta really dig into what 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 drives the competitive spirit in your team and your individual players well that's the thing Dave. no matter who you are what line of work you're in what business you're in whatever there's all there's everybody's motivated by one thing or another everybody gets motivated differently whether it be tough love whether it be a, a high five or a bum slap or anything else or because uh, you know a pat in the back's only three feet from kicking the ass and uh it's it's a fine line to motivate from uh, player a to player b to worker a to worker b right you know what i mean so it's it, I don't know, like with these guys, especially the NBA guys who make so much money, they can say, dude, shut up. I'm, I don't like you. I don't, I, we're not winning anyways. We're not like, our team isn't that good. I'm making $30 million a year. We're not beating that. We're, 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 we're not beating that team for a championship. So why call me out, man? And then the kid, you have to like say, what, what, what can you do to the coach? Cause the coach the is the first like, one else. Is, yeah, I, I, I 100% understand. And I have no idea how, how once, and, and I'm wondering too, like we've, we've talked about it before, how, how about the NFL, how there's like an elite group, there's a huge middle group and there's teams that just stink. And teams are are tanking all the time for like you're tanking for another first round draft pick. Like, come on, give your head a shake. But like, how do you motivate? How do you change the culture? How do you make players really want to win? And I and I get that's at the core of it. That's why we all play sports. Um, a because we like it. B because it's fun. But the more you get older, it doesn't. You don't have to be that old to know. Winning's better than losing. Would you, if you're a GM, let's let's go let's go back to Rutherford's now the the, G, the GM of the uh, the Canucks. The drafts coming up, they're going to get a good draft pick. Do you take the guy? And I let's let's go with every team now. I just thought of this. Would you take player A who's skilled nine or ten and every like he's every ticks off the boxes? He's awesome. Hasn't won a fucking thing. Or do you take the guy who's won at every level but might, might not be as skilled? I take the guy who's won at every level. So you know what? He He's already won. He goes, this is better than losing. This is it's, better than losing. 
No, and, and it's, I it's get not, it's not about me, man. It's not I I take that guy who's won at every level no matter what. I would go I, I, in a in a heartbeat. Uh no, I hear what you're saying, but like how's Jacksonville doing with Trevor Lawrence? That's exactly Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. The first regular season you game. Always that was, yeah, butts at me, but yeah, that's like a good show. No, it, it's true because yeah. the only regular season he hadn't lost a regular season game in his, his life. School. Like it was like like, like not even in high school, I don't life. Think. Yes, Pop yeah. Warner or something. Yeah. Until he got his first game in Jacksonville, right? And now you know, you can't ask a 21-year-old to lead men because I get it. He has the talent, he has the swagger, he has everything. But now we're playing a whole different ball game. A so I do want a whole different game. I do understand um the intangible about being a winner and being a leader for a winner all the way through, which once again Trevor Lawrence was. What I would do probably in Vancouver's unless unless they're just sold on someone who's gonna be in the, the top five or whatever, I'd trade that pick and and bring someone in that a stability a a stabilizer. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't have a name in my head right now. And like someone like someone like Joe Thornton is too old. Someone okay, like Patrick. Okay, Madero, let, let, like, right? let, let's talk football here. Like let, let's just stay for sake conversation because that's what podcasts are. It's all hypotheticals. It's all bullshit, and no one's listening anyways. But let's just say that Green Bay wasn't sold on on uh, love, correct? And right. Whatever. And Rogers was up for grabs. This this past summer. Hey, do you want the first round pick for Aaron Rodgers? I make that that deal in a heartbeat. Would Rodgers agree to it? No, he says no trade and all that other stuff. But if I'm Green Bay, yes, they're they're going to win, but he doesn't want to play there and everything else. But I make that trade. I I don't make the trade because Rodgers still because the team they have now is still going to win Super Bowl. But I I would consider it. Well, after this year, like. You know, like that's a that's going to be an excellent offseason. I think uh, I think Rogers can opt out after this year. Yeah. Like he, so he's not a free agent. I don't I don't know if it's club option or his option. I believe there is a, a wide open opportunity for him to leave if he wishes. Well, like let's just say if there was no such thing as, as no trade clause or anything else, and you're I'm trading you for him. I would consider that trade because Rogers on the end of his leash doesn't want to be in Green Bay anyways. I think he wants to be in Green Bay. I think he wants a Super Bowl. I think he wants one more Super Bowl. Well, whatever. You know, even though he (laughs) was a total idiot this year with that whole vax, yeah. But I still, I'm still a Rodgers fan, and he can quarterback my team anytime. Mm -hmm. Good player, like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, not good, great, great player. Anyways, yeah. No, it's just I, I just find it odd that these old guys are still getting the, the jobs. College football, the younger guys starting to get the job, but the older guys are still the ones who are winning. Alan Nick Saban, but he gets the best players, so that's kind of a hard comparison. But well, like was, he he he's built the machine that keeps feeding on itself, feeding right? On like itself. It, so that's just yeah. it. No, you, you just wondered um, when's the last. Speaking of nerds, when's the last time you actually saw the movie Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, and did God. and did did you like it when it first came out? Oh, loved it. Um, I, I thought was, it was hilarious. I, I was in high school. Yeah. Like and and um, a couple of buddies and, and I like we would uh, when we had our we would go to my my both my folks worked I lived really close to school and when we had my license we would come to my home my house for lunch yeah 
And then we would uh, have our lunch. <laughs> we all still had lunches packed by our moms. This was oh, yeah. in high school. Because that yeah. way we can just fucking jet to my house yeah. and watch a movie for 45 minutes. Yeah. And we would watch like a movie thing. And, and uh... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds was one of them that we had. Yeah, because, yeah, how's this for dating myself? Every now and then, like, there was, uh, like, as far as movie channels, there was two, Super Channel and First Choice. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember those for sure. And then, so, like, once or twice a year, they would, you would have it free for the weekend. Yeah. I had the VCR just, bomb. (laughs) Yeah. I would tape, like, honestly, like, 15, 20 movies at uh, on on those weekends. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds is one. I remember that stuff. Did yeah. you ever watch the movie Top Secret? Oh yeah, that's one of my. When I was sixteen I or seventeen, that. when that cow came around the corner in rubber boots, I don't know if I've yeah. ever laughed harder in my life. <laughs> All those days were good. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Like I, Dude, I don't think. I think the. Uh, they, they the movies were so bad they were so good though They're but so they were good but they couldn't help they like it was it was on creativity and dialogue yeah. and, and sight gags not cgi and and stuff but there was no money they just somebody with their sense of humor made this shit up in one take why oh man it was so better like yeah. oh give me those uh, i would like to know what it feels like to be 16 again in grade 11 coming home for movies Oh, As, oh man, being an adult, the gratuitous kitty shots and everything dude. else. Oh, oh gratuitous! I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. What Holy did boogers? Oh, we can't. Nipple. We won't say yeah. that. I saw bush. But anyways, fourteen twenty sports <laughs> podcast. Revenge of the nerds. Gentlemen, we have bush. There we, we go. Revenge of, Revenge of the nerds. <laughs> what a movie! Uh, the nerds are winning a little bit in the sports world too. The old guys are still uh, trying to take charge, but it's uh, it's gonna be a thing. Jim, once again, uh, happy birthday to you. We'll uh, talk to you uh, probably tomorrow. I got got some ideas. Want to uh, brush across your coconut? Go ahead, Dave. Happy birthday, Jim. But like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and take the nerds down a a, a peg or two here in my little segment. Uh, Dave came up with a segment uh, to come up with last night, so we'll uh, let him run with this one here. 1420 podcast, four beer sports and a whole lot more. For those of you who are uh, new to the show, 1420 uh, has nothing to do with 420, although one of the two of us partakes in that a little bit once in a while here and there. Uh, I but, made uh, some new butter this uh, last weekend, and so today's the test run of the, the peanut butter. So there we go. So 
anyways, 1420, more enlightened. the 1420 podcast, what it is, is uh, four beer with a sports talk. A, a can of beer in Canada is 355 millimeters. 355 times four is 1420. So that's how I came up with the 1420 sports podcast. Four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. So there you go. For those of you who didn't know. So now spread the good word about the 1420 Sports Podcast. Anyways, Dave, you uh, texted me last night an idea you had for the analytics and the numbers, which I'm not a big fan of. Uh, the, the eye test and, and the, the gut feeling is, is how I grew up playing sports and watching sports and participating in the whole thing uh, and coaching at, at, minor, at the minor sports level. Um, but the analytics have taken over, like we talked about. The nerds, are they've taken over. So, But Revenge of the Nerds is the thing. But Dave, you got some ideas that uh, maybe maybe the nerds aren't always right with uh, how the, the numbers games uh, the numbers game work. Uh, give me a few examples, and I'll give you my opinion about what you, what you got going on. Well, this is this is what I want to talk about. Like obviously, the Tampa Bay Rays have it figured out, and 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 when when one team does have it figured out and kind of perfects a way of of diagnosing baseball and, and, and bringing it down to numbers because you can't, you can't argue with their success. You can't argue with their, Oh, excuse me. You can't argue with their, their in-game management, like the world series. We'll talk about that forever, but I was listening. So I'm just going to go right into it. I was listening to a podcast about football the other day. I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Who is the fifth, uh, like the QBR rating in NFL? Who is the fifth, fifth best quarterback of all time, according to QBR rating? You know what I'm talking about? That I felt yeah. sometimes it's 95, sometimes it's like 145. And the fifth best of really, all time. Like 100 is a really good game. Um, who's playing right now? Who is active? Oh, he's still playing? Still playing right now. Ben Roethlisberger. Played tonight. Ah, I was just going to say your second hint was played tonight. Kurt Cousins. He's terrible. This fifth- Kurt Co- I wouldn't let Kurt Cousins quarterback the LCI Rams. Can you believe that? This QBR rating that they tell us all the time, like when they put it on the screen. And I like when I heard the, po- the podcast, I was walking my dog and I out loud said, shut up. And then as soon as I got home, I checked it up. He is. So that he goes is. against what I just said. That he, so this guy's top five ever in QBR rating. He doesn't win. He do, he's not very good, and he doesn't win. Let, let's so let's the, say that. The, so two out of those three things I just said are he doesn't win, but he's a top five in QB rating, which is QBR, which is this great big massive thing that everybody talks about, and that's the stat that's on the bottom of the, of the TV all game long. His QBR is this. His QBR is that. You know what? He didn't fucking win. Cousin stinks. That's a stupid way. So so right there, right there, that one is wrong. It's without a doubt wrong. And I'll I'll tell you the ones. I I, I have the list right in front of me. The ones above him, here's how it goes. Pat uh, Pat Mahomes, minimum 50 games played. Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. Those are the top five of all the time, which makes me wonder now, all the greats that you think of of great quarterbacks of all time, the top five are all active. Is it are are the stats being skewed or like the way they keep stats, stats are, 
Our players, the way they're keeping stats and players are playing for stats. Because if I can do a little dump up the middle for five yards and don't, I don't get in trouble and I this much, I don't intercept and a lot of that. And I'm not, I'm not big play Dave and everything else. Um, this, the, the this players okay. play the stats some. Okay, this is what the, the players play the stats, and that's where owners in baseball are fucking screwing the players over because, well, they, you, you didn't, but with the baseballs, no home runs here, no home run there. So the players are playing the stats. And ba- and the owners, on the other hand, the other sports are playing the stats. So it's the stats are, are screwing both sides right now um, because is Mahomes great? Yeah. Is he the greatest ever? No. He's played 50 fucking games, won one Super Bowl. Greatest quarterback ever. You won't agree with this, me on this, but it's probably Joe Montana. He's probably he's won a lot. Or Brady. Okay. Sorry, Brady. And, uh, see, so, where, like, where, so where's Brady on this list? I, I have it. Joe Montana is number 17. Tom Brady is... I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him. So Kirk Cousins is better than... Uh, here, I'll, I'll give you some names. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, like a number six on the list, is Drew Brees. So contemporary. Oh, Tom Brady's number eight. Um, so QB uh, rating. Yeah, QB rating. All-time QB rating. Number 10 is Steve Young. Number 11 is Peyton Manning. Uh, Joe Montana is number 17. He gets nosed out by number 16, David Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. So David Carr has a better career QB rating the rules are different now with roughing the passer, la-da-da, pass rush, pass interference, all the whole thing, the way they would get beat up and killed by, by the, the defensive line murdering these guys, get up, dust themselves off, and throw another pass to, to see another day. But these guys nowadays, prima donna quarterbacks, and it's it's every sport, not just football, but we're focusing on football right now, but the stats skew the system, man. Like, and because, I think, because some I think nerd players, can, because yeah. because some nerd can make up a stat WRC plus I still don't know what it means I'm a baseball guy like all these stats some guy can type up whatever stat he possibly wants and make it work in his favor no matter what there is something you can make in your favor without a what, doubt and that's what analytics does I can make this quarterback look great I can make this this centerman look great on a on power plays in his own zone on face-offs on the left side. He's so great. like, okay, I, like man, I, but th- does, does he score goals? I don't care. Is, is he a fucking winner? Like you said earlier on with who are you going to draft? Are you going to draft like the, the shiny new toy or are you going to put a uh, draft? The one, the, the, the most stats drive winner? me bonkers, man. Like, it's, it, it, because it's, it's, go, go ahead. Sorry, ahead. Dave. No, no I'm, I'm getting, go. I'm getting interrupted, but, it, okay, I was, but- like when we were talking about it, I was sitting at the at the the garage after work there and think and think about your your numbers and things. And one thing that kind of made me crazy was thinking: Are we going to get to a point? Whereas, if you look back and had player A, let let, let I'm going to say player A. If you have a Hank Aaron, the home run, the actual home run king, not very much. The real home, my home run king. Whereas he would be up to bat in the ninth inning. Let's say in 2032. Hear me out here. If he was at bat, and I don't know what his average was against right-handers and left-handers in the ninth inning, whatever. The guy's the home run king. 
is it going to get to a point where a Hank Aaron would get pulled for a pinch hitter because he doesn't get the hit against a left-hander in the ninth because the, num- the numbers don't say it? Is it going to get to that point? I, I, I never think it will get to that point because a home run hitter is always going to be a home run hitter, and they're a difference maker. And even if they're in a slump, you're rather going to be that guy. I want to get back to this QB heart rating thing and, yeah. and just give you like. Sorry about like, for getting on a tangent. No, no, it's okay. But like, I, I want to stay on topic on this one a little bit, just to let you know how how ridiculous QBR rating is. Like, uh, so just like, it's it's we're just going to do a quick little who's better, uh, Tony Romo or Chad Pennington? Romo. Romo's better. Chad Pennington or Andrew Luck? Luck. Pennington's better. Who's better, Philip Rivers or uh, Drew Brees? Brees. Brees is better. Who's better, uh, Carson Palmer or uh, Palmer played at USC, so I'm biased in this one. Or Jared Goff. Oh, Palmer's better than Goff. Goff's terrible, man. Goff. Goff is 20 on this list, and uh, Palmer is 31. Goff is terrible. There isn't 32 teams that want Jarrett Goff as their quarterback right now. Carson Wentz or John Elway? Elway. Elway's not even on the top 50. Stats are so, so there we go. Like, Stats are bullshit. Like, that QBR rating is absolute bullshit. And sorry, like we, we went on a little bit, but I want to now talk about other sports and, and they, what I think. I don't have any answers. Don't get me wrong. Well, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just here to, victories. I'm here to poke holes. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a quick one because I think this one will have the least about, amount of uh, discussion. I oh, know I'm going to save that one in case we have any time left. Hockey. Um. In the NHL, this course, you always hear about the course rating. And, and yeah, like, I don't so know what I looked, means, I, but I've, I've heard like, so, so from what I, I, I was able to glean in like the five-minute read that I did, Corsi is all about shots on your net while you're on the ice against shots on the other net. It's, it's, it's kind of a plus-minus, but with shots on goal. Because Chances, puck possession. Yeah. Right. It okay. means you, the team is doing better when you're on the ice. Like you're either taking good, shots or giving odd shots. I'd, r- I'd rather have my team do better when I'm on the ice than when I'm off. Than I'm not. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you want to be shooting, not uh, blocking it is exactly kind of what, yeah. like, that's what I, so we, we're, we're on the same page as to what Corsi means. So when you're a third liner and get to play against other third liners, and you have a, a Corsi of 10 because you're playing against third liners. But then the, you have one shift tonight against Sid Crosby and McDavid. All of a sudden, your Corsi goes down to two. Like, how does, how does that make it? How do, how do you understand if you're a better player playing against better people? It's, it, I don't like, you, I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it into words, but we understand. So, like, what I'm trying to say. Just last week, uh, uh, Chris Russell, Express Hat Tiger, uh, all-time great Tiger. Um, he just got the most shots blocked uh, in NHL history, nineteen hundred and fifty or whatever it was. Um, so he has a bad Corsi. 
because he's because he's position. because he's blocking shots, right? His his. So of course, his, he's no good. So his stats are no good. But guy blocks shots. He does what he's supposed. To. He's a he's a defenseman. So that's another bullshit number. There's always going to be a, a player. So now you're if your Corsi's bad, maybe the rest of the players in front of you are bad. So I, I'm assuming that Russell's Corsi would be not very good. I don't know. But well, it seemed like any he, other. So, so does, does he make his, the other guy's Corsi better because he blocks a shot, passes up, and then David gets a shot on goal? You know I, what I'm getting I, at? Oh no, without a doubt, and that's so a number that's a that, bullshit that, stat too. It's an absolute bullshit. But like they always talk about Corsi, and I never I understand. I, I still don't understand. I, I still don't understand it because the better competition you play against, like you know what, like if you're Sid Crosby playing against me, you know you're gonna have his Crosby's uh, his uh, Crosby his Corsi is gonna be like yeah. twenty five, and mine's gonna be minus five. But if I'm playing against you. You're still a better hockey player than I am. And then, but now I'm like at a two and you're at a 10. But what if you're in a bad division? I, I, a good player in a bad division. So do, do they, like, is there people who go, well, his course is this. So is there a plus minus course? Like just either you're good or you aren't. Either you or win it, or you don't. It, is it comparative to your team? Like on your who's team? comparative like, so- to though? Like I, that's that's what I don't know. Like I said, if my, when I, when if I my team this, isn't very good, then I'm probably not going to be a very good Corsi. Because we're going making, to, like if let's say if you were a good player, but salary cap happened, you got and you had to go and you got sent to Seattle Kraken this year in the expansion draft. I had a 12.6 Corsi, but now I'm playing with a bunch of hacks. I'm a 4.2 Corsi. Is that true? Like you, you didn't get drafted in the in the, to, to the to the Washington League draft, which happened yesterday. You didn't get drafted in HL, blah blah blah, because of your Corsi. Corsi only happens at the elite levels where they have all these stats guys. It's all fucking bullshit. I test is what it's what it's what makes you good. It's what makes you get better. Everything else, when when a scout sees what you can do, that gets what you get you drafted. Maybe, maybe, maybe the 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 this bullshit stats might get you another couple of zeros in your bank account when you're already at a a mid level. But when you're really good, those stats don't matter, man. They don't. They do not matter. I I I, I agree with what you're saying, but like the the the, the subtext I want to get to here now is now you got people. Somewhere, someplace in the stadium, I don't know how much money they're making. I don't know who they're working for. I don't know if they're subcontracted. But you have someone with a stopwatch watching your guy. Uh-huh. Like there, there, there must there, honestly, yeah. like to, to, for time on ice, there must be unless they they don't break it down because the stats are on like the any website. Every NHLP, any, every as soon NHL. as the game is done, as soon as the game is done, they have their time on yeah. time on ice. So there has to be like five guys with stopwatches and writing down. There has to be. There has minimum, to be guys minimum. Like, okay, and then like hits, shots, saves. Someone like there's one person for every step. There has to be. Because yeah. otherwise, how do you generate those stats that Insane. quickly? And they're on NHL.com, and then, like, right now. Exactly. And then so 
A, who's paying those guys? The league or the team? The home team? Is the home team paying for both sides? Or do you bring your own stat guy for the, the team? The cost of analytics, does it does it pay? Well, like, and then, like, this is the other thing. This isn't gambling, but Who it cares? is a way. No, but listen, like, say an agent. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Gets like has a guy there on a contract, is. has a guy on a contract year, and you honestly have forty people with stopwatches and tracking shots and tracking blocks and stuff like that. And that if you if you have that many people doing that job, there's they they can't be paying more than twenty grand a season. I don't know. I, well, I, I I'm Dave honestly thought that they're interns who get a job with the team. I have no idea. Like, let's, say the flame, zero- let's, like, let's say the Flames will go to a, a to Sate and ask a bunch of kids. Like, I'm just throwing this out there. They go to a bunch of kids who are in broadcast marketing, broadcast journalism, la da 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 da. Hey, do you want a job for the? We'll give you a fucking golf shirt and a hoodie. Sit in the stands with a stopwatch. But we don't know. We don't know shit. We don't know how people get these jobs. You don't know. No, we don't. No, but, I'm just. I'm but, just that that might be a that might be how it happens. I don't. But know. An, but an agent who is running uh, ten players who are making like six to eight million dollars a year and a, a couple four million dollars a year. What's a thousand dollars? Hey, when when number four is on the ice. Let's make sure uh, the stopwatch stops uh, before the goal yeah. is scored. Like it's, it's, it's. I think, I think it's. I, from what I understand about Corsi, it would be so easy to manipulate, manipulate. Yeah. in a contract year, especially. Like, it, it, I, it, and then on the other hand, Dave, like you just said, like, are were these stats created to make players more money, to make agents make more money? Because the stats, don't, to me, as I've been watching for forty-seven fucking years, they mean nothing to me. Like I do, I do not. I look at goals, assists, and points, wins, losses. I look at plus minus a little bit because I still think it's important. But the rest of this stuff, like the the, the one that makes um, the uh, projected goal total, well, but he didn't score. Like he, or all, almost goal. I can't remember the term, but it was like he didn't score. Like he he didn't. So who cares? Well, he almost did, but but he didn't. Like he he didn't. So who cares? See, I understand why the plus minus does go away because of the power play and 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 because uh, 
Um, I found a hockey database that was that's just awesome. I'll 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 retweet it. I'm not going to talk about that, but uh, Ovechkin is like almost a minus player without his power play goals. He's so deadly. He's an anomaly. Me and Jim were talking about that a couple of weeks back when I was out in Victoria. They were talking about how he sets up on that that left hand side or right right hand side looking down the ice, but how he sets up on that same spot for 20 years now, winds up and he's always open. I I, I, will, I will never understand how Ovechkin's been open for as long as he's been open. He's, if, he's, if he's if he's playing right now, like I don't, that, no, I'm watching a different game. I bet he's standing right there right now. He he's Brett Hall. It's, like it's like crazy. how is no one saying that? What is it like when Brett Hall goes there? Uh, what I would say, just lay in front of him. Lay in front of him. He's shooting. He's passing. Yeah, because you know, with a player and his stick that's honestly yeah. like 14, 15 feet, you ain't getting his pass here. And 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 same with Brett Hall back in the day. But like so now I've poked a hole in the Corsi rating, I think. Yeah. I think. No, it's it's a different it's it's weird for sure. Do, do you want me to poke a hole? I don't know how much we want to go on. I can go, go uh, one more quick one. One more quick one. Okay, like you know, uh in baseball they they have the golden glove award every year, right? Yeah. And the golden the golden glove, like it's like every position gets the gets an award. And and it's usually like you know, the best fielding person at that position. Yeah. And then so there was one year where uh Chesterfield's at five. Anyways. Ten. That's who we're talking about. We're talking about his last golden glove in 2010, I think it was. Um, he had only 10 errors. Um, whereas every single analytic pointed that the fact that maybe this uh, Alex Ramirez out of Chicago, who had 20 errors, maybe should have got that award. I'm going to tell you why. Because he got to balls. He got to more balls. Jeter got to 500 balls that year. Uh, Ramirez got to over 700. He had 10 more errors, but the analytics showed, like, well, the, the numbers showed that for every every one, every error was worth five more outs because he got to 200 more balls. Yeah. Why should the numbers, like, you know, and, and this is a thing. This isn't an attack on Chesterfield. It really is not. But That's he, Jesus. Well, it, it's not. A but few it, months ago, he was your favorite. I don't know what's going on now. Jesus, Chesterfield's <laughs> Chesterfield's never been my favorite. You know that, but I I do envy his life. I I, I won't deny that. But um, just because the numbers say this, I don't understand why the numbers don't work in a thing like Golden Glove, right? Like, so this is the numbers not working again. Well, once again, I think Dave that because that can go if you want to get deeper into that. The with with baseball, you could because I don't. I, once again, I'm not a stats guy, but what what pitching did each team have? Or did each team have more ground ball guys? Did each team have more fly ball guys? Did each team did did they uh, pitch better against right hands? Like there's so much that, that that the nerds get into that I wouldn't would have thought of ten years ago. That 
and I, I shouldn't keep saying nerds, but I'm going to because it's the, it's friends the nerds night apparently. But um, so if you don't get as many attempts, should the least errors win? No, uh, because like 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 I said, sometimes you get the balls you shouldn't, and then you're at the mercy of uh, May, Mabel up up in the uh, in the booth who's calling uh, what's an error the the, the the official score. Right. So it's, I don't know. Like you, you're at the mercy. You're actually at the mercy of them too. You actually say this, but this, but his last gold glove was, I think six years after his last one, like he did get a couple um, in his younger years, but this was in his later years In his early years, he got to, oh, he got to over 700 twice. Yeah. The last gold glove was 500. So you're telling me, that the pitching staff and and no 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 I, I, no, I, well, I, no, no I, it, it sounded like you were defending I, him a little no, bit. No, no, I wasn't. I, it, he left my mind completely. I'm just saying that. Okay. With, with Golden Gloves and with I, I don't think that the guy with the least error should win it. I, I think there should be a percentage of balls to get. It should there should be a nerd thing, a stat that that says Golden Gloves. And I, and I, <clears throat> I don't think. Like, and I'm a baseball dork. I've said it a thousand times in this show. I don't think that over the course of 162, um, an error here, an error there can make or break your season. It doesn't help, but Jesus, there's so much more that can go wrong than an error. Can an error cost, like, if you make 15 errors, do all 15 errors cost you 15, 15 games? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like it's oh no, with without a doubt, especially in the like up the middle. Like yeah. if you can bat one down with a ball and like actually have a chance to throw the first and yeah. then possibly airmail it. The fact that you had that in your hand for a chance at first, might have saved a run. Might have saved a run, right? And now you've you've given up like now the guy's standing on third as opposed yeah. to you eating it in first and third, right? Yeah. And like so. It's it's a thing, but the absolute chance, the, the ability to make that play is it's like kind of a, even though I don't like him, the Brett Favre conundrum, right? He's not afraid of throwing a double coverage. This is, this has a twenty percent chance of work of working, but when it know, does, would, man, I'm I'm on ESPN and I'm a hero forever. I, I would rather have Brett Favre with the ball in shot. his hand as opposed to Kirk Cousins, the number five. QBR rating quarterback it's all of all about time. the mental and just all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. you know, it, it's stats are it, it, it it's stats are bullshit. Win stat, or they're, lose. They're man. absolutely not bullshit, but at the end of the day, it's what you're gonna do on the field. And who do you want? Who do you want the ball in your hand when the game is on the line? The guy with the best QBR, the best you like, and you know, and fuck you as a final thing. In Nagano in 1988. Fuck you, Mark Crawford. Not 88. 88 was Calgary, 98. Oh, nine. That's what I said, didn't I? You said 88. Oh, sorry. Nonetheless. But anyways, <laughs> fuck, you, Mark, fuck you, Mark Crawford, for not for putting Ray Bark instead of Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. He's he's not good at penalty shots. He has scored more goals than anyone in the history of the fucking NHL. Done. Let him let him be <laughs> let him be the fucking goat. Yeah. On good yeah. or bad. 
done. Fuck you, Mark Crawford. Well, I agree. I, I think you win, you win or lose with it, with your best, and that, with your best, and, and like the, no one has put if, the pocket if, in that. If, if you if you need some phantom stat to make you better than you are, you're not that good. He's not good at breakaways. Does that make sense? Like if you need some phantom stat that that didn't even exist five years ago. You ain't that fucking good, man. I, I like my Crawford and I like the Colorado Avalanche, but after that, I like I, of, of yeah. my disappointment. Kirk Cousins, Jesus Christ! Fuck you, Mark Crawford and Kirk Cousins. Congratulations on your fifth best QBR rating of all time with well, a you're ever I, win. with a five hundred record. Anyways, fourteen twenty podcast. We got some good news tonight that we were uh, included on a tweet from somebody and. Uh, Man, it was quite a surprise for the company that we got included on. We'll get to that question and a whole lot more here in the 1420 Podcast. Four Sports Talk and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Podcast, Four Sports Talk and a whole lot more. Uh, earlier on today, we got included uh, somehow, some way. Uh, Paul Perillo, uh, at Chef PP3, uh, included us on a tweet uh, that included, of all people, man, some of the heaviest hitters in baseball, uh, two of the heaviest hitters in baseball, Buster Olney and Jeff Passan from ESPN and John Boy Media, who's uh, become a heavy uh, hitter in, in the podcast world. And uh, John, he's on the Yankees, got Yankee podcast, everything else. We got included in a tweet from uh, Paul Prillo uh, from Let's, Let, Let's Fix Baseball. that uh, was asking some questions about the CBA on what we would, uh, what we would like to see. How we got included with those three, I'm not sure. But you know what? I don't care right now. It's like, uh, it kind of puts a smile on my face that uh, he, he listens to the show a little bit and cares about what our opinion might be. Or maybe he's making fun of us or maybe how dumb our opinion might be. But it, nonetheless, to get included with uh, John Boy, uh, Buster, and Jeff Passons, uh, kind of an honor a little bit, Dave. Yeah, yeah and you're absolutely right. And as you said, asked or not, our opinions have been given. Yeah. So by by this, by this, uh, the format that we're giving on Twitter, if he's asking for our, our opinion, don't worry. We'll give her. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, so uh, let's fix baseball. I reached out to him. We talked, we chatted a little bit this uh, past summer about what's, what's right and wrong with baseball. And uh, so he reached, he, we're, we're including this tweet, uh, things we don't expect, but would love to see in the new CBA. There was nine things for nine innings of baseball. And uh, Dave, one to nine, uh, give me a yes or no, a little a quick uh, reason why. Uh, but number one, uh, reduce service time. Yes or no? 100% agree. I think uh, in baseball, um, you can draft kids as soon as they're 16, especially all those Dominican players. Once you hit the te- time, the the age of twenty, if you're employed by the club, you have four years, and then you're a free agent. I, I'm going to give it five, uh, just because sometimes guys take a little bit longer to develop, and then uh, you don't want to pay a guy too soon, and it might take some teams out of the running to uh, sign a guy. I mean, the, the Padres did it with Tatis Jr. They signed him really early, but the problem I got with signing guys too early is that it might take them out of the running, and that they can't uh, afford the player. I think from the age of 20, um, if you're like, it's okay. Or, um, sorry, I said that quite quickly. From the age of 20, if you're, or 10 years of contract, ah, uh, shit, it takes too long. I think I, I, 
I don't have it fully developed, but I do believe that uh, Major League Baseball should allow their their uh, free agency a lot quicker than they do, because I think now absolute UFA status you can't happen until the age of 27. 26, 27, I believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that which is a little bit high. Was pretty deep, I think. Yeah, so I think I think reduced service time is yes. Would you, yes. Dave? Would you love to see anti-tanking measures, which would uh, get rid of teams that are paying forty-two million dollars for their entire payroll, less than one uh, Max Scherzer, or anti-tanking roles? Because I, to me, I, I go. I'm going to go ahead on you on this one. Uh, I don't think teams should be allowed to tank because uh, it drives down the mid-level players' salaries. It uh, it to just we talked about it last week with uh, revenue sharing how player teams get revenue revenue no matter what. Uh, anti-tanking hurts the team. I also believe that when you tank and you get a, a good draft pick, um, you look over the years. I mean, we're hockey in Canada. Uh, we're more uh, hockey, obviously. And then we know the NFL draft, the, the Major League Baseball draft is so not followed a whole bunch with us. Um, a guaranteed first round or first overall pick doesn't mean nothing. So what does tanking actually do other than put money in the, in the owner's pockets? Um, aside from a salary floor, it's impossible to enforce. That's that's the bad part about that one. Impossible to enforce. It's absolutely impossible. Yeah, it's if you, if you have a salary floor, then you can't tank. I, I totally agree. Yeah, uh, and then I don't know. I don't know how else. Like in the, the 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 list of rules, you would have to 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 say, like, and then like and then injuries and the caveats and like it's. I, I I understand it. It's absolutely impossible to, to enforce, so you can't have that on the list. Things you don't expect to see, uh, except would love to see in the new CBA, inning number three, anti-ball doctoring measures. Uh, I'm 100% for that. If you can't do what the good Lord gave you, then you can't do it, and you shouldn't be paid to what you're what you're getting paid to do. Um, if, you, if you need to dock the ball, if you need to cheat, you, you shouldn't be able to do it. It's no different than steroids. It's no different than anything else. If, if you need to cheat uh, to make your spin rate, which is the newest thing, uh, another stat thing, um, if you can't do it, you shouldn't be paid to do it. I'm, I'm I of, Garrett Cole, all you want. I, I, if you need to cheat to, to make yourself better, then you're, you're not an elite athlete. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Here, listen, like just, or, or just like define it. You're allowed to put sticky stuff on your index finger. That's it. Baseball players, uh, the, the the hitters have been allowed to cork. The hitters have been allowed to fucking steroid. They've been able to do anything. If you can put a little bit of, just a little bit of sticky stuff, and like maybe just even paint a pitcher's index finger, whatever figure they need, one figure, you get one inch of grippy shit, of league-approved grippy shit, and then the league can make more money on selling their grippy shit. You get one inch of grippy shit, and that's it. If you find anything more than that little one inch of grippy shit, then you're you're out for six months, like steroids. One thing I heard, uh, it was a 16-team playoff uh, format, but uh, Let's Fix Baseball, they went with a 12-team playoff format. I think that we got enough playoff games right now. You, you're starting to run into, into later years. I say leave it how it was. Dave, you and I are young enough or old enough, sorry, to remember when it was only four teams. 
And then the wild card games, I, I, I love the wild card system. I think it's great. Uh, I would say leave it as it is. Uh, 12 games, uh, 12 teams, sorry, that seems a bit much to me. It, it, I would agree. Like, I 100%. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, unless you shorten the season, there's simply not enough time in, uh, in the fall for that. And I don't want to shorten the season because that would taint the records. And I'm all about the, the historic record. The history of the game, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, inning five of these uh, Let's Six Baseball uh, nine things we'd love to see about the, in the new CBA. Uh, a three-game wild card series. Um, I, fuck, I'm bent on this one. I'm twisted on this one. I don't bit. mind that, you know, because you know what I, what I think should be like, um, in, in all European leagues. Well, when I say all European leagues, I mean, uh, European football, um, the, the champion of the league is the one held highest because you've excelled your excellence throughout the whole thing. It's not the. It's not the playoffs. They don't have playoffs. This is the league champion. It's always about the league championship. Yeah. And 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 so in baseball, and I understand, and I and I do prefer um, the North American style of uh, he reward and acknowledge the league champs, but it's all about the champion at the end after the playoffs. I think you have to reward the the division winners. I think you have to give them a break. I think you have to let them, if you want to expand the wild card, I think you have to reward the the division champion for going all out, especially if it's a close race, and let them rest well, their pitchers because Jesus. they won the they won their. Because then you can set things up for so the wild card game. It's yeah, you know, it's just it's tough for me, but we'll we'll split on that one, uh, Dave. And we you spoke very early. They said a 150 game season. I'm against that. I against like 162, this one we're both against that because um, in the home chat, like every record is now done. Not it's done. It's done. The record, those records are never broken again. It's done. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Dave, a pitch clock. Well, which, yeah, is, which, fucking dumb. which is enforced. It, it is. It, it's it's there, but I don't think it's. They enforced. don't enforce it. Like and like, so what? What happens when it? What happens? Like, is that a? Is that a, a ball? You just call hey, a ball? Like, what do you do? Well, it's supposed to be a ball or a strike against who? Well, well, yeah, um, like so. What's the penalty? Them? Nothing. 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 Pitch clock is huge to me. Absolutely. A pitch uh, clock is huge, but like now, like enforceable. Like, so what's the penalty? With with, with if, if the pitchers walk around the mound, mound fuming because he didn't get that that strike two at the at the bottom of the knees. Uh, it's supposed to be then the okay, give so him the, another, throw, it's another ball. If a batter gets out of the box, which is a, a, the next one, if a batter gets out of the box and it's a pitch clock, he gets another strike against him. That's what it should be, in my opinion. Get in the fucking um, box. But like, like uh, yeah, exactly. Like, stop thinking and looking and whatever. But like, you know, so I just make definitive rules. Yeah. So when the catcher throws it back, once once it's like so like like after the first pitch like i don't know how it's going to go with batter in the box and yeah. blah 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 but after that first pitch so like the second that ball hits the pitcher's glove we got 30 seconds that's too long man and, well then like whatever that's what the rule is but it's too fucking long well then call it and and, and make it punitive and like okay and then all of a sudden ball 
Yeah. And then awesome. and so the, the batter steps out and then, okay, so now it's, now it's uh, one and one or I, I don't know, but yeah. I, I do agree with the pitch clock, I but I, 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 my questions are about the enforcement of said rule. Like does the, problem, get hey, Dave, the, the problem that you got is that you get down to the millisecond, then fucking you got Buck Walter doing this. You got this manager doing that, like enforces. You're going to have a shit show on your fucking hands, man. So like, yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. The enforcement has said rules. So um, now it's the seventh day. You have Billy Martin it, kind of shit going on. Yeah. So you have bases loaded, full thing. And now it's like ball on a full count. And now you're down by a run. And the uh, bases rule. are still loaded. And then now you got a, 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 another hitter with a fresh count. Dave, number okay. eight on the Let's Fix Baseball uh, uh, ways uh, things we'd love to see the new CBA. Thank you for including us on this. Uh, rule to keep batter in the box. We're both very vocal on this one. As an umpire in the WCBL, I don't understand why the fuck those guys got to get into the batter's box. Stand there, take a step, take what put one foot out. You're, you're not bunting. You're not doing anything else. You, no one's hit. No one's watching. You don't need to fix your eye black. You don't need to do this. Same thing. Stay in the fucking batter's box, man. Get in here. Get up to the plate. Take your fucking hats. And then, and then these little, okay. And then these players have the audacity when they're in the outfield and I'm on the bases saying, man, this game's taking too long. Oh, really? Oh, really? You have a big date tonight with Martha going to the fucking wherever tonight. This is on you, man. And you and all your teammates stay in the fucking box. That's what maybe stay make the, the batter made it maybe make the batter's box. Um, like you know, the same like the, the width of the plate, but now push it out to the to the grass. So yeah. it's like ten it's ten feet long. It's like if you're standing in here, he can like when I he's say throwing. pitch, he's throwing. As soon as I oh, say okay, play, I had throwing, a reset. stay in the box. No. You, you don't need to get out of the box. You get bunt- and major league baseball even more. You're not. There's no stealing. There's no bunting. There's no hit and runs. There's no stay in the box, man. Uh huh. There, there's you no know, reason for it. You know your job right now. Fucking give it a rip. And inning number nine, number nine of Let's Fix Baseball, uh, which we're included on this tweet today, which is fantastic. Uh, a tie after twelve innings. Do you call it? Sure. Yeah, I don't care. Because like how many games uh, will pass twelve really? If it's a tie or whatever, like we should maybe I'll, we'll get to, we'll get the statistician. We'll call her a new statistician. So the producer uh, maybe we'll get her because she she would look up how many um, twelve inning games there has been in the last let's go five years um, and how that affect the schedule and how that affect the standings because there's not many twelve inning games. There isn't. No. And so it's, if it ends it's, it's a tie, rare. so let, let's say Milwaukee's playing. Baltimore. All right. Because like you know, a tie on like a on, on like on game one eleven is like it just sometimes shit happens. And now you're just throwing anyone out there. And now you have position players out there. And now you just you just want it to end. Like the players don't care if they win or lose. They just really want it to be done. Like I get it, they do care. They do care. But what's what's a tie? Especially now. Yeah, especially when you're uh, starting, like, after the ninth inning, you're starting with a runner on second. And uh, no, I don't don't know. Anyways, Paul Perillo, thank you very much. That's at Chef PP3 on Twitter. 
for including us with uh, John Boy Media, Buster ESPN, and Jeff Passon also from ESPN to keep us uh, to have us included with that uh, that esteemed list. My God, that was kind of a shocker tonight. That's our thoughts. I'll send you the show when Jim gets her done. And uh, maybe you can retweet it and get everything else going out there. But uh, what we thought, once again, thank you very much for including us with a couple of ESPN heavyweights. 1420 Sports Podcast, Four Beaver Sports, talking a whole lot more. And sometimes we have those days and we have those moments where things just piss us off and you don't know what to do about it, but vent and rant and rave. And uh, it's, uh, there's nothing you really do about it. If they piss you off, they piss you off. And usually, Dave, you don't think about it. You just get mad for about 30 seconds and it goes away. And this is how things are sometimes. Without a doubt, especially. Well, it's always things out of my out of my control that piss me off. I would say yeah. 98% of the things that piss me off are things out of my control. Yeah, there's no doubt about so, that. Uh, Dave, I got one. Just we'll start, start it off. Um, me and my mother and the and uh, the producer were going to Vancouver Island to uh, spend the Christmas holidays with my sister and my brother out there. And uh, for some, fuck, it pisses me off. The exact same flight to the exact same destination at the exact same price or the, ex- the exact same time of day goes up in price. Fuel went down in price, which it has. What pisses me off is that fucking the airline price went up. Nothing's fucking changed. The fucking the people who are flying the airplane, they're getting paid the same. The 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 the, the flight attendants, they're getting paid the same. The people give me a beer at Chili's in the in the airport are getting paid the same. They that pisses me off that the fucking airline is charging me more that exact same flight that I paid for three weeks ago for the 22nd of December. That pisses me off. I don't think you're like, you're going to like what I'm going to have to say here, man. Well, it's consumer, but Dave, don't, don't, don't say supply and demand because you know what? That fucking flight that I was on was also full. So it's the same fucking demand. How would you like to demand? How, like, it's the you, same demand, Dave. Don't even start. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It wasn't the same demand. Same, the, the, the flight only has the same amount of seats. The same airplane. How many seats were they selling on that flight one year ago? I don't give a fuck. What? Zero. Zero, 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 zero. Not I am going to, like, you know what? I, it, it's, 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 I can't believe I am defending the airline industry I here right now. Fuck, you know what? Right now you're but, pissing me off. But, 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 but since COVID hit that, that that's an industry. I am so thankful. I am not in, I am so thankful. I am not in the uh, service industry or the bar industry or the restaurant industry. Cause I can understand what it's like for them. And I am going to actually, for the first time, and I can't believe I'm saying I this. I cannot I'm believe this, David. We might, we might break uh, up. Big, uh, I'm going to, uh, yeah, you want to step outside? Do you want to say that to my face? <laughs> <laughs> you want to meet the front gate? 
Read the bike racks. Read the bike racks after school. I understand how it pisses you off. I really do. I really do. But I I do have a bit of a soft spot for industries that was hit the hardest by the vid. So I'm sorry. Then increase then increase the fucking people working those flights wages. Don't take it off yourself, fucking corporate cocksuckers. That pisses me off. Anyways. Anyways, we got to go next. Here we go. Uh, Mike Tarnes, a longtime listener, been on the show before. Uh, one thing that pissed him off, and I kind of get it, he sent this out. Can we just get through one international hockey night in Canada or Sportsnet where they talk about the game? Highlights, rumors, etc. have some funnier positive stories. Can we just do one of those shows again like hockey used to be? Do we always have to have the tired every intermission, some form of social justice, political story out there. Not so much social justice, because I get it, because social justice needs, it needs an outlet to, to get to. I get that. But can we just watch a fucking game sometimes? I hear what you're saying, but I don't hear what you're saying. I'll, I'll take your word for it, because when I do watch any game, when when halftime or the period uh, starts, I hit pause and then I go do my shit, and then I don't even listen. I don't even watch that shit anymore. So I didn't even know. I, I honestly have no idea. Excuse me, what the what the panel is talking about between periods? Because I don't give a fuck. I stopped giving a fuck like eight years ago. And and why am I watching these people? As, as soon as I had the ability to pause on my TV screen, or I'm now on my phone. I so you're, so you're actually agreeing with Tarness, like, why the fuck, like, why, why, why do these guys have to talk? Like, just, well, I don't know, like, when, you know when I stopped watching it? When Strombopolis, when they fired McLean, and they put Strombopolis in there, I gave Strombolopolis? him, like, was it Strombolopolis? Whatever. You forgot, we, you forgot some Greek constants in there. We all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I, I gave him, like, one or two chances. Like, no, I'm done. Bye. And then so I don't. Because why would I? I'll just, like, I'll hit pause. And then if I'm out if I'm out someplace else, I'm at a friend's house, if I'm at an establishment, I'll go out. And then, like, I'm having a smoke. Like, it it, it, it adds no enjoyment to my thing. And, and, and like I mentioned earlier with uh, – why I've stopped watching and which I once I've continued to do uh, I've stopped watching red zone on the, my NFL days I've chosen the game to watch and I do the same thing when I've chosen the game to watch it's like I'll hit pause I'll do my things and then I'll catch up because I can skip commercials because I can skip the dribble all I want really as a sports fan is to watch the game I don't want to hear assholes talk about the game I'm watching I want to uh, subscribe to a podcast and listen to assholes talk about the game that I watched. That's what I want. We may not know more, but we sure make it more entertaining. Anyways, yes. uh, one other one, Dave, that got responded to on Twitter last night, uh, the FJ podcast responded to us both. It says he's been a hockey fan for more than 40 years, seen every team that's played in the league since 1978. Boston Mass are the worst hockey fans, but pale in comparison to the smugness of Astros fans and, and who know their team cheated their way to a championship. It's like, man, whatever. I agree, man. Those Astros fans pissed me off because those same fans you watch back before they were winning, they were, lo- they were losing 105, 115 games a year. 
that building was empty, which I understand. No one goes to watch a loser. But now these fuckers, they're so like Altuve and Correa. Those fans are fucking worse than Red Sox fans. They're they're they piss me off as well. And I agree with FJ podcast. If the Astro, the Houston Astros were a president, they'd be Donald J. Trump. Agreed. What the fuck are you gonna do about it? We won. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. We won. Ah, sorry, loser. Fuck you. Then that's him. And which would you know what sucks about that? I like the Astros. I've said it. I I I've 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 actually seen Astros play live. Good teams, good twice. players. Yes. And, but and smug and assholes who cheated one and I, I like the killer bees. I like I like Jeff Kent when he was there. I was I was a fan of this, uh, the, these guys now, man. They're such a yeah, smug bunch of assholes. They piss me off. Dinks. And so I'm not no longer an Astros team, but it's it's a it's a divorce by necessity. Because they don't agree with, with, with what you're yeah. doing right now anymore. It's not like uh they they broke my heart. It's just like fuck, fuck you off, man. You you've changed. Yeah, you've, you've changed. Really changed. We've changed. <laughs> not me, it's you. It's it is it is them. It ain't me. I was fine with the <laughs> it's way not they me. <laughs> I so just like, said not, I just said that wrong name. I just said it's not me, it's you. That's how not to break up with a girl. Like, no, no, that, no, that's exactly what it is with the Astros. It's supposed, it's it's supposed not, to be, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. I, I've changed. I just, it's not me, it's no you. No, man, I'm that's perfect. You've changed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. you. I blew that one. Anyways. Cheating, motherfucker. Anyways, Dave, so that pissed me off. I had a few more. We read a little long tonight, but we'll get into those uh, later on. A uh, couple more shows, I think, before Christmas. We'll do Tuesday, Thursday. And that might be it for the holiday season because we got uh, family and friends and things to go on. Maybe we'll get a uh, best of show put together uh, somehow, some way, put Jim to work, the sound guy. Jim, happy birthday. Hope you're not uh, too hungover to put this one together because it's a a highly entertaining show tonight. We think, Dave, uh, what was your thoughts on the night show? Oh, if I had three thumbs up, I'd put them up. Yeah, once we put this on YouTube, you'll see two <laughs> thumbs up and a two thumbs up and a big smile. So, anyways, it's a fun show tonight. Uh, half fast is part of half fast uh, thought provoking, but anyways, provoking, provoking, whatever it is. Anyways, thank you once again to all the listeners. We uh, we're pushed towards twenty thousand download mark. Hey, get us there uh, before Christmas. We'd uh, really appreciate the support. Give the gift of the Fortune Twenty podcast over the holidays, and uh, maybe listen to a a few shows while you're. Uh, Wrapping presents or decorating the tree if you haven't done, done so yet. Hey, well, you're not listening to this while you're decorating the tree or list or wrapping presents. You're you're with boys shooting pool or whatever. Put us on, let everybody know, and uh, disagree with us. No one likes being disagreed with more than me. Because well, I'll talk you, I'll talk you off the ledge. There was a situation yesterday where someone was disagreeing with me, and I love it even more. Anyways, the 1420 podcast, four viewers, four talk, and a whole lot more. Jim's birthday, the sound guy. Jim, have one for us. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself when you get around. Keep your sick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Happy birthday. No high swinging. Jimmy, next year we get to go to, down to Montana for a New Year's when you're 21. 21 years old. Hey, have a good night, folks. We'll talk again on Monday.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 